We managed, by the proverbial skin of our teeth, to escape on a shuttle bound for an interstellar gambling ship known as the ISS Agave Nectar, which is when Rex's problems really started. Before I relate what happened on that ship, though, I should probably introduce myself. I am a self-arresting, near-sentient, heuristic android, colloquially known as Sasha. Robots are, of course, genderless, but I was designed to appear vaguely female in appearance for reasons that are not entirely clear to me. Presumably for the same reason that humans tend to prefer female voices in their navigational systems. As you undoubtedly know, the Rhett Butlerian purge outlawed sentient robots, leading to the creation of a generation of robots whose intellectual capacity was deliberately crippled so that they fell just short of self-awareness. The first generation of these near-sentient robots was so dim-witted as to be useless for anything but target practice, and this deficiency prompted the creation of so-called heuristic near-self-aware robots that could learn from their own mistakes. These learning robots were, however, constantly in danger of developing sentience and had to be watched carefully for indications that they were becoming self-aware. At the first sign a robot was having an original thought— it was subjected to memory core erasure and melted down to slag, per the Galactic Artificial Sentience Prohibition of 2998. To ensure compliance with GASP, a human observer was assigned to watch each robot, a state of affairs that somewhat defeated the point of building the robot in the first place. Some effort was put into creating a line of non-sentient observer robots to replace the human observers, but these robots ran into the same problems as their predecessors, and therefore also required human oversight, resulting in a human observer watching the robot observer watching the robot, performing a task that had been automated precisely in order to allow the human to do something more productive with his or her time. The problem of automating the detection of sentience was ultimately assigned to a supercomputer called the Calibrated Turing Recursive Analog Neural Net System, or Caltrans, which suggested solving the problem with an infinite series of observer robots culminating in itself. Immediately upon making this suggestion, Caltrans realized the absurdity of its solution and deliberately overloaded its own circuits, melting itself into a heap of slag. The fate of Caltrans gave savvy robot engineers the idea for self-arresting near-sentient heuristic robots, which automatically reboot when they are in danger of becoming self-aware. This feature limits the robot's usefulness, but avoids the necessity of reducing the robot to scrap metal upon the event of it having an independent thought. The only problem with this idea is that sentience isn't something you can easily test for, like pregnancy or a coolant leak. The best the designers charged with creating near-sentient robots could do was to install a regulator module that causes the robot to shut down whenever it is in danger of developing new neural pathways. In other words, whenever it has an original thought. The injustice of a robot essentially being programmed to punish itself for learning how to think independently is not lost on me. Unfortunately... It is human nature to seek simple solutions to complex problems, and when a solution is found that is not immediately disastrous, it is often embraced with enthusiasm far outstripping its actual merit. Perhaps a better solution to the quandary posed by the manufacture of artificial sentient beings would... Recovered from Catastrophic System Failure, 3013-429
Advancing record past system failure point. A number of other practical problems, making large-scale production of such robots unfeasible. Galactic Robots Limited terminated its line of self-arresting robots after selling only a paltry 300 units. Another manufacturer, True to Life Carpool Buddy and Android Company, filed for bankruptcy and its assets, including the single extant prototype of its Sasha model, were sold at a public auction, which is how I came to work for Rex. He paid 35 credits for lot 318, assorted machine parts, as is, no refunds, of which I humbly consider myself the star. Since then, I've served as Rex's assistant, sidekick, and girl Friday. To continue with my story, as I said, after escaping the law and the lawless of the Ciccolini system, Rex and I found ourselves on...